Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I genuinely don't know where to start today. <laughs> no, that's not a way to start the show. So let's just uh, say, hey, there's a recall. Let's start with the recall. Costco warning customers not to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, the affected product is Kool-Aid's Tropical Punch Mix. That's the ones in the 82.5 ounce container uh, with the uh, containers of Best Buy dates. August 31st, 2023, and September 1st, 2023, they are all being recalled. Why, you ask? I mean, it's just uh, just Kool-Aid. Yeah, uh, there's a potential for small pieces of metal or glass to be inside the product. That's it, though. So don't, you know, just don't worry about it. It's just being recalled. Bring it back or throw it away. Materials may have been accidentally introduced during the manufacturing process. Oh, okay. Now, the uh, Stater Brothers, I guess, is a grocery store uh, chain in Southern California, a chain I have never been to, is also recalling the Kool-Aid Tropical Punch, which was sold in an eight-quart container. So just take it easy. Don't worry about it. If you've already mixed up a big old a big old bucket a tropical punch kool-aid and you went wow that's the crunchiest little tropical punch kool-aid i've ever had yeah it may be it's potentially just small pieces of metal or glass don't worry about it though you'll be fine i pretty sure you will be the recall was made in conjunction with the Kraft Heinz company. And, you know, look, we just, we discovered the issue during an internal review at the manufacturing facility. There's been no consumer complaints or no reports of illness or injury related to this issue to date. So don't drink the Kool-Aid. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, the question I've had for a couple of days is, Laura Ingram, she's not that dumb, right? So I I saw the bit, and I call it a bit, because when I first saw it, I thought, that's not real. I mean, Laura Ingram, while I'm not a huge fan of Laura, I mean, I do catch her shows and segments from time to time, and she's not an idiot. <laughs> she's, you know, she's pretty successful which means you're probably not an idiot for the most part but uh they did a bit she had this uh raymond aurora on and i guess he does a segment with her um frequently called scene and on scene or something and he's on you know i don't know once twice three times a week he's a contributor so whenever they need him he shows up and he's a new york times best-selling author and he's you know he's hawking a new book now called uh spiders who killed christmas or uh oh that's right the spider who saved christmas (laughs) so that's his latest book that he's out hawking so he's on laura and they're talking he does uh he's talking he does some news segment and then they talk about uh, the he mentions the Netflix show You, and he was he started out with talking about Yellowstone and how people don't want the, the woke shows anymore and how how much he likes Yellowstone and then he goes on to You and Laura plays dumb 
And you know what? I'll just play the segment for you and you can uh, you can hear for yourself. The politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, you where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. What, 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 what was on pause. me? What are you talking about? Right? What is the, the even hearing what I'm saying? The I never had the measles. What's on you? We never did a. a we never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know it what you're w- talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had, Raymond, I've never had measles. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. What's it called? You. What is you. It about? It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. <laughs> I, I just completely give up. We got to get it's on. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Laura Ingham on Netflix. Never mind. I'm moving on to Adele. I I'm moving on to Adele. Yeah, so he's there for entertainment. Okay, so that's the bit. And when I first saw it, I'm like, there's no way that's real. There's too many pauses. And, uh, you know, Laura Ingram, again, is not that dumb. That's, in fact, the title of this segment. Laura Ingram is not that dumb. So let's assume for a moment that Laura Ingram is that dumb. She has producers that wouldn't have let this happen, right? It wouldn't have gone on for that long. Someone would have hollered in her ear, no, it's a show or whatever. They, you know, I, I doubt that these shows are done live, so it could have been fixed if it were real. Well, last night, she addressed it with Raymond. They were at their Fox News Awards thing that they do every year. You know, the the Fox Nation's Patriot Awards is what it was. And they were all there. So she addressed this with Raymond again. And for a moment. Now, again, let's let's assume that she is that dumb. And so how do you address it? So it happened on Monday. And last night was a Wednesday. For those of you listening live, today is Thursday, the 18th of November, 2021. And, uh, so she addressed it and how would you address it if you are that dumb? And the way to address it is that it was a bit and ha ha, glad you liked it. Now I believe that it was a bit and I do not believe for a second that Laura Ingram is that dumb. The bit was pulled off pretty well. Uh, you know, there were pauses there waiting for the punchline to happen. She said that they had practiced for 30 seconds. Okay, whatever. Uh, you know, however long they, they ran a test run through it and it was completely scripted and it was a bit and it was, you know, it was kind of funny and it, you know, she's had, I absolutely promoted the show. I mean, she's got millions of views, uh, you know, both good and bad from uh you know the hollywood elite saying oh she's so dumb to uh definitely a scripted bit trying to be funny and uh you know so uh you know it, it's it was clearly a bit and it was clearly you know it was that um who's on first sort of not as good as bit from Laura Ingram and this Raymond Aurora and it was really funny and it got a lot of clicks and a lot of shows and you know I got it but thankfully Thankfully, I mean, I know many of you wanted Laura Ingram to be that dumb, but sorry, sorry to let you down. Uh, Laura Ingram definitely is not that dumb. And I can't figure out if this couple is smart or 
dumb. Uh, a California couple was sentenced to prison for illegally obtaining more than $20 million in COVID-19 relief funds. Some stories mention $18 million, other stories mention $21 million, so somewhere in the $17 to $22 million range, they were getting COVID relief funds, okay? Uh, this Richard Ivesen, Ivazian, A Y V A Z Y A N, sentenced to 17 years behind bars, and his wife, 37 year old Marietta Terabellian, T E R A B E L I A N, received a six year sentence in federal prison on Monday. They also sentenced a brother to five years in prison as well and they got him for identity theft i believe an aggravated identity theft uh he got five years right okay so the main man uh, richard is getting uh, 17 years the wife's getting six and the brother gets five okay so uh that'd be great if uh they could find him because now they're they've gone missing oh wait what yes yes they cut (laughs) so they had location monitoring devices on they cut those off they left a note for their children i don't know how many kids they had it doesn't say and they left a note for the kids and they went on the run and so they've got bench warrants out for their arrest and now they've been sentenced uh they weren't there um not really sure how that works they say that they were sentenced in absentia. Oh, oh, okay. No problem. Uh, you're not here. We're just going to sentence you anyway. So we've got, uh, we've, <laughs> there's, a, there's a bench warrant out for your arrest. You're wanted by the FBI. And there's also a $20,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of both of these people. Now, the family, or some relatives anyway, I don't know if they're family. Uh, well, if they're relatives, they're family, Jeff. Okay. Uh, contend that they kept the pair were kidnapped, apparently to prevent them from disclosing the identities of accomplices who were not indicted, according to court papers. Oh, okay. So maybe they're just, maybe they're just, you know, gone. Like just, you know, gone like not on this planet anymore. (laughs) Now law enforcement believe they're traveling together. Okay. You know, whatever. Now the couple and two relatives were found guilty in June of scheming. I hate those schemers to submit fraudulent loan applications under which they and others obtained more than 18 million, 18 million in paycheck paycheck protection and economic injury disaster loan program funds now they're not alone i mean there's stories i I, some stories i don't even get to here uh, chewing the fat that i have in the fat pile of people who have you know stolen and done taken money from the paycheck protection and the economic injury disaster loan program uh we made other people feel bad about getting it anyway so they and, and again, this says 17. I read another story that was talking about 17. Another story that said 21 million. I don't know that they, they you know, maybe they don't know uh, the exact amount. We just know that it's 20 million. But who cares? We've already sentenced them in absentia. 
And so they're already, they're already, uh, you know, ex cons, but they aren't really cons because you can't find them. Okay. So, uh, the money that they got, they used to make down payments on luxury homes, uh, in, uh, Terrazana, Glendale and Palm desert. They used it to buy high end items such as gold coins. I hate those high end items of gold coins diamonds, jewelry, luxury watches, imported furnishings, designer handbags, clothing, and a Harley Davidson motorcycle. So maybe they've got some stashed somewhere. Maybe they're on the run and they've got it stashed somewhere and they'll show up on an island. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they were convicted of conspiracy to commit bank fraud and wire fraud. Bank fraud and wire fraud, wire fraud. I guess that's two different things. Because the way they listed it is they were convicted of bank fraud and wire fraud, wire fraud, bank fraud, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Uh, the hubby was also found guilty of aggravated identity theft. Oh, that means he was he took it and got mad over it? <laughs> he just grabbed somebody's identity right out of their hand, and he was mean. <laughs> so, you know what? It's not funny. All right, these people are criminals, and they're on the run, and they need to be found. So, I mean, there's a reward if you can, you know, if you have information leading to their arrest, it's worth 20 grand from the FBI. But if they're long gone, I mean, if they have disappeared because of some of the other people that they were involved with, you're never going to find them. And if they could only get some of the money back from property that they purchased and another 10 million is gone. Um, that's a good chunk of change to hide with. I, you know, that's not a bad thing. I would never do that. But if you were up against the clock like that and you know, you were going away, why, you know, I could never leave my children. Oh, screw that. I'm cutting this thing off my ankle and I'm gone. Heaven. According to reports, they have three children, ages 13, 15, and 16. And so the kids are old enough now to fend for themselves. Get out. We're leaving you. Goodbye. We're cutting this thing off and we're gone. It does seem strange. And apparently the defense is looking for some video that appears to show them uh, being detained or not running away on their own. So we'll see. And the, uh, you know, the sentencing, of course, uh, in absentia, that's not because uh, it doesn't mean anything about whether they're guilty or not guilty or anything like that. That just means that uh, we're sentencing you for the crimes that you've already been, that you've, we've already know you did. Oh, okay. Um, no problem. Then you're uh, going to prison. If we can find you. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. (sighs) All right, in our uh, Who Died Today? Who Died Today? segment. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, manatees. Yes, I know. More than a thousand manatees have died in Florida so far this year. That's that's kind of sad. Uh, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported that uh, as of yesterday, 
1,003 manatee deaths. Now, that's today is, uh, if you're listening live, the 18th of November, 2021. So, on the 17th of November, 2021, 1,003 manatee deaths so far in 2021. Uh, last year, 637 were recorded, which was well above the previous mark of 830 set in uh, 2013. So, well, no, recorded last year and well above the previous mark. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. The 1,003 is well above the 2013 record of 830. Because 637, I'm not a mathematician, but 637 is lower than 830. Anyway, so manatees, a th- over 1,000 manatees. Now, so I think that maybe the pandemic is an issue with that. Now, I would guess that that's because people were locked up and then they were able to, you know, go back out. And so more and more people hit the hit the waterways because the manatees live in the inland waterways and they, you know, I know that, you know, many people believe, you know, they struggle to go exist with the humans, but uh, they, you know, they talk about boat strikes, which cause many of the deaths. And you see a lot of manatees that are swimming in the inland waterways that have big gashes from the boat propeller and uh you know it's sad i mean i used to <laughs> i used to make the joke and this is just a joke Peter. i just used to make the you know the joke when i lived in florida because i'm a fan of the manatees i love them. they're sea cows i love them we're we're together and so you know we're as one in the water anyway uh you'd make the joke of uh you know i you have because there's plenty of places in uh in the inland waterways and throughout florida where it's a no wake zone i mean you got to move slow through there because of the manatees and and, well obviously and humans but i mean they're worried about the manatees and so you know because if you get going too fast i mean you know how many propellers i've gone through okay so that was the joke all right no it's just a joke it's not i don't i would never want or knowingly hurt a manatee with a boat okay it was just a joke it's not funny jeff i know all right you got me so apparently because they believe this was such a bad year and um you know you know why yeah i know climate change right yes uh apparently uh and uh, of course uh pollution which is because of climate change so polluted water runoff from agriculture sewage which oh okay and other man-made development has caused algae blooms in estuaries choking off the seagrass upon which the manatees rely and climate change of course is worsening the problem oh okay so you know they talk about it's bad because then they all get together uh, in warm waters yeah by the nuke power plant they all go there and swim because the water's so warm and people jump in and swim with them and swimming with the manatees yay and uh lowry park zoo i'm sorry i think it's they're called zoo tampa at lowry park now uh that's one of the one of the main manatee critical care centers in florida that uh it's deep they their their quote is the thousand manatees death is deeply concerning and will have serious repercussions for years to come. Yeah, it takes a long time. I mean, manatees uh, <laughs> manatees take a while to give birth. Now, I'm not aware of how often manatees take care of a little manatee business, but one calf is born every two to five years. 
uh, after the manatee reaches sexual maturity at about the age of five. At the age of five, they are looking for business. And twin births are rare. So they've, you know, you really got to, you got to keep after them. Hurry up. Get on it. All right. Get pregnant. <laughs> okay. Get get on it. Get get with that manatee business. Maybe that's what we open up, a manatee business waterway or something. So they're just, obviously, it's going to, you know, they want more money. So they want to, they want $7 million in the upcoming legislative session for seagrass restoration, manatee rehabilitation centers, and other product projects. Last year, they approved $8 million. So they're getting millions of dollars. Let's get to it. Let's get more seagrass, uh, more rehab centers, and whatever other projects uh, means. Let's get that happening because we don't want we don't want to lose any more manatees. We don't. I was it was a joke. My gosh, you know how expensive boat propellers are. All right, stop it. So some big things are coming up for auction for those of you with a lot of money. Uh, tonight, Sotheby's is putting an extremely rare copy of the U.S. Constitution up for auction. Wow. I hope Mercury One is part of this. I don't know if they are or not. Uh, and uh, seven days ago, crypto enthusiasts formed a DAO. I don't have to tell you that's a decentralized autonomous organization which is a blockchain-based governance structure without hierarchical management. I mean, hello. They set out to raise $20 million to purchase the document and put the Constitution in the hands of the people. Oh, okay. Uh, the original, I know, is you can see at the National Archives. Anyway, uh, Sotheby's said it would accept the winning bid from Constitution DAO. So they can, you know, if they outbid it right now, they have $37 million, or at least that's what they had uh, you know, last night. They've raised $37 million, the Constitution DAO. So if that's, you know, hopefully Mercury One is part of that. That'd be great if they were. I'd love to be able to have this part of our museum. But uh, we'll see uh, who gets this extremely rare copy of the Constitution. And then uh, this weekend, we have uh, big rock and roll stuff going up for auction. Uh, Eric Clapton, Elvis Presley, Madonna, Michael Jackson stuff hitting the auction block. It is uh, going up to for auction in New York at the Hard Rock, Saturday at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York. Yeah, and online. So you could do it online. Okay, well, that's great. Director of Julian's Auctions, acoustic guitar Clapton owned and played on stage during a 70 concert. Ooh, he's kind of persona non grata these days. So that might not raise as much money as they were hoping a guitar played by the King himself and given to, uh, given to this man who directed many of his films. They're looking at about 90 grand. Wow. Also features a suit Madonna wore in the movie Evita. That's valued up to about 12 grand dresses worn by Amy Winehouse. I mean, how many jokes can I do with that? And Katy Perry are also up for grabs. And uh, several items from Nirvana <laughs> are up for sale. We have a teenage photograph of Kurt Cobain. Uh, very rare to see a photograph of Kurt so young. Oh, okay. Tickets for concerts. Uh, anything from Kurt Cobain is highly sought after. So you got that going on. You can go to their website, which is juliansauctions.com. And check that out. I just want to tell you, I did not do any Amy Winehouse 
or Kurt Cobain jokes that were laying right there in front of me. And I mean, it was, they were all just, just, just writing themselves. And I didn't do them out of respect. So, I mean, I could just tell you the first thing that came to my mind when I was mentioning Amy Winehouse and then Kurt Cobain. I just wondered if they were worth more with bloodstains. Okay, that's, I'm sorry. That's just the first one that came to my mind. Um, there's plenty more. Where... <laughs> All right, that's, that's enough. That's enough. All right, let's get down to some actual business. You can follow me on social media. Twitter is at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Tomorrow, the 19th of November, 2021, I will be shaving my head uh, live on my Instagram and Facebook pages. Thanks to the fundraiser I've been doing with Our Rescue. And uh, there's still time to donate if you wish to. I was trying to raise at least one year's worth of money to pay for legal documents, medical, travel, food, water, lodging, transportation, education, vocational training for a survivor, a uh, a sexual slave survivor, rather just a you know slave survivor uh, that's rescued from OUR. Uh, they don't just kick them to the curb once they rescue them. They actually try to get them back into real society and have a real life. And it takes about six grand a year for one person. And uh, we've done that. We've raised over 6,000. And I say we, you, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Oh, you are really appreciates it. And we'll take, you know, we'll take every darn penny you want to give. Okay. Uh, thank you. And because of that is why I'm shaving my head. Hashtag shave head, save human. Uh, is out there for you. You can, the link is uh, in my bios on all the social media pages, or you can go to ourrescue.org and uh, go to the fundraiser page and find it there. I mean, it's the donate tab, fundraisers tab, and then scroll down. It's right there. I don't know what's so hard about it. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been, uh, it's been fun. And I really appreciate everyone who has donated. And for those of you who have donated, thank you. And for those of you who are about to donate, thank you. Um, what makes this show free on the blaze podcast network is your subscribership to blaze TV. A good time to get blaze TV. You can go to blaze tv.com slash Jeffy and save. You can use the promo code Jeffy. I think, uh, I don't know when it goes away, but uh, promo code Fauci lied gets you 25 bucks off. I think $25, 25% off Fauci lied. Uh, you can use that at blaze tv.com slash Jeffy, or you can use promo code Jeffy and save uh, money as well. I don't think it's as much as Fauci lied though, but you never know. And you can also email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com. If you have any comments or, you know, anything you want to say to me, I'm happy to read your emails chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Uh, the only thing worse than being copied by Twitter and Facebook is not being copied by Twitter and Facebook. That's a quote from uh, Substack CEO Chris Best. 
He feels vindicated that the big social media platforms has launched their own newsletter products to rival his. Four years after its launch, Substack now has a million paying subscribers. Pretty incredible. Congratulations, Chris. Uh, Amazon customers are blocked from using Visa cards. Not everywhere. Just in the United Kingdom. That's all. (laughs) Yeah. uh, They sent an email out to customers. Look, um, we're not going to be able to accept uh, Visa credit cards anymore if you buy stuff from Amazon. We're not going to do it right away. Uh, January 19th. You've got until January to use your Use your Visa cards. But Visa apparently is charging too high a fee to process the transactions. And so Amazon said, no, you know what? We're not going to use you then. Okay, fine. Uh, That's a good battle uh, between Amazon and Visa. Those are two pretty, pretty big companies. So we'll see who wins that battle. Because, I mean, already uh, Amazon believes they've won. But by not being able to use Visa, which... Uh, you know, is a huge, huge, huge card. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if that just means Visa debit or Visa credit or if it's anything with Visa on it because of the processing transactions. So we'll see what happens with that. That's a that's an interesting little battle going on. Uh, more than 100,000 Americans have died from drug overdose from May 2020 to April 2021. That's according to new estimates released. Uh, it marks the first time on record overdose facility fatalities, if I can say the word properly, uh, overdose fatalities have hit six figures in a 12-month window and represents an almost 30% increase from the same time period during the previous year. I wonder what could be the cause of that. Uh, could it be fentanyl? Oh, yeah, probably is. Yeah, the synthetic opioid. Yeah, yeah, it's probably that. Uh, you know, that's it. But we're just going to call them opioids and give everybody that takes opioids a bad name. But it's really just the fentanyl that we're allowing across the border, our border that's a sieve right now. Um, I just, I, I can't right now. Uh, Vermont, New Jersey, Delaware, and South Dakota saw a decrease in overdose deaths across the 12 month period. So that's, I mean, that's pretty incredible for Vermont, New Jersey, Delaware, and South Dakota, uh, to have a decrease, especially when it increased so much across the rest of the United States. Of course, it was the pandemic that accelerated those overdose deaths. And, uh, and because, because it increased the drug use and the access to treatment clinics (laughs) were uh, more challenging were they okay all right if you say so you got it all right no problem uh we know that uh global wealth has surged uh china overtakes the u.s to grab the top spot yay yay net worth worldwide rose to 514 trillion dollars in 2020 from 156 trillion way back in 2000 i mean that was 20 years ago we were poor we were living on dirt floors in the year 2000, only 156 trillion. Wow. <laughs> 156 trillion in 2000, 20 years later, 514 trillion dollars in net worth worldwide. China accounted for almost one third of the increase. Wow. Uh, the U.S., I guess, by more muted increases in property prices, I don't know where they're looking. But I haven't seen any muted increases in property prices. I'll tell you that. Uh, the U.S., $90 trillion. 
So, wow, I mean, China's way ahead of us there. No doubt about that. The country's largest retailers said in unison this week that supply chain snags will not play a role uh, of the with the Grinch this holiday shopping season. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Good. That's good news. The CEO of TJX, the parent company of TJ Maxx and HomeGoods, we are in an excellent inventory position. Uh, okay. Target's inventory surged 17.6% last quarter. It says investments in inventory and staffing mean we're going to be there. When you walk in and you want to buy that TV, gosh darn it, we're going to be there for you. Well, that's good, Target. Thank you. So is every other place. I mean, you walk into Sam's Club and Costco, man, they've got walls of 85-inch TVs, man. They're, they're there. I thought there was a chip shortage. That was Oh, that was just crippling the audio industry. Oh, never mind. So, okay. All right, good. They're, taking, they're not going to let you have heated seats anymore. Thanks to the chip shortage, but ah, who needs those, right? That's you know what? You need to lower your expectations. That's what needs to happen. So GM said that uh the week of November, first week of November, was the first time since February that none of its North American assembly plants were offline due to a lack of chips. Okay, and Toyota's production lines in Japan will return to normal operations in December for the first time in seven months. Okay, so, I mean, that's good news, but does that mean that we've got enough chips or does that just mean we're going to, you don't get the heated seats and you know what, your lights may or may not come on, but we're still going to make them for you. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, I guess now... The traffic jam with with at the ports are getting better. Apparently, um, containers at the L.A. ports are really low now. They've dropped by 25%. I say really low. They've dropped by 25% since last month. Oh, how did we do that? Well, we started charging a lot more money for containers that were just sitting there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, great. Does that mean we're... St- Still offloading all of this merchandise? I don't know. I don't know that that actually means that, but we'll see. <laughs> One last thing here in the headline section. You know, I saw a thing where Chobani filed to go public, and they talked about uh, how this uh, Chobani going public on the New York Stock Exchange is a cultural milestone. A cultural milestone because yogurt went public? Okay. All right. You got it. I know that uh, Chobani, you know, we all love the Greek yogurt. Not really. But we all love the Greek yogurt. And so I know they've got new products and it's all a good deal. And we're just wonderful. It's all great. And now that they're going to go public on the New York Stock Exchange, they're going to go under the signal Cho, C-H-O, and that's a cultural milestone. So, yay. Oh, one more cultural milestone. Uh, the International Olympic Committee has rolled out new framework for transgender and intersex athletes. Isn't that great? I mean, that is good that the IOC is focused on that new framework for transgender and intersex athletes. That's, that's just great. Makes you want to go have a cup of coffee. Sure, those are at the highest levels, the coffee prices in a decade. But uh, don't worry about it. Just have a cup and shut up.
Okay, uh, for sure, Queen Elizabeth is not dead, or at least she has a uh, she has a, a stand-in because she showed up at a little gathering yesterday. They, she didn't look her spry self, but she did show up, and they had a video of her meeting with some people. So she is starting to get back into line. Charlie has got to be pissed. And I see where uh, Megan, speaking of the Queen, Megan is showing up on Ellen today. Uh, we'll see. She used to be all happy. Huh, everything is wonderful. I don't know if she'll comment on if how she's uh, you know laying down the whip on Harry and telling him he can't go home for Christmas. You know this will probably be the last Christmas of his grandmother. It'll be it's the first Christmas with his grandmother without her husband, his grandfather. Uh, so that's nice of Megan. And uh, this is the first Christmas that uh, you know both of his children, her grandchildren are up and running her new baby girl, which I don't think she's met yet. And, you know, personally, and, uh, you know, what's his face, Archie. So I, I hope she comments about that with Ellen as they laugh and joke and talk about what a wonderful life they all have there in Montecito. Uh, we'll just see if that actually, actually happens. I doubt it very much. And, uh, in crime, America in crime. I think that's what this segment is called now. America in crime. Jacob Chansley, this Spear carrying January 6th rioter. That spear, I believe, was a flagpole. But anyway, it's a spear. It's a spear according to AP, so that's what we're going to call it. He had a fur hat on, horns on the hat. He was bare-chested, face paint. He was one of the most recognizable figures in the assault on the Capitol. You remember January 6th, the day democracy almost died. Yeah, he got charged 41 months. 41 months in prison because he was the face of the siege. I'm sorry, the assault of <laughs> the day democracy almost died. He used a bullhorn to rile up the mob. <laughs> you bastard. He wrote a note <laughs> uh, saying it's only a matter of time. Justice is coming to Vice President Mike Pence. <laughs> what a bastard. He was the public face of the Capitol riot, and you cannot have that, okay? He was that insurrectionist, so he got 41 months, wow, for his clothes. That's great. But meanwhile, uh, in New York, a man who pleaded guilty to rape and sexual abuse for assaulting four teenage girls during parties at his parents' home, yeah, he's not going to jail. And the judge said, you know, I'm not ashamed to say I prayed over what is the appropriate sentence in this case. And man, there was a lot of pain and a lot of harm. And I know multiple crimes were committed in the case, but wow, you know what? Incarceration or partial incarceration just isn't appropriate. So, you know what? I'm just going to give you probation. Wait, what? Yeah. Don't worry about those rapes. <laughs> <laughs> this will be like a sword hanging over you for over your head for the next eight years. Will it judge? Will it? That is amazing. I I mean, I, of course, you know, the attorneys or justice was not done here and they don't, you know, nobody can believe that it actually happened, but the Niagara County court judge, Matthew J. Murphy, the third said he agonized over the case. And, you know, I'm sure he pled guilty to the charges. Uh, it was felony charges, actually, that included third-degree rape, 
attempted first-degree sexual abuse, as well as two misdemeanor charges of second-degree sexual abuse. But, man, that that probation is going to be like a sword hanging over your head for the next eight years. (laughs) I mean, but hey, the guy that was the face of uh, the day democracy almost died, he... He's going to prison. I mean, that's good, right? Right? Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. Oh, oh, that's right. You know, the uh, two men convicted in the 1965 killing of Malcolm X, yeah, they're going to be exonerated. Yeah, you know what? Uh, they The authorities withheld some evidence in the case, so, you know, we're just going to exonerate them. That's all. Uh, sure, it ha- you know, we've, we've go ahead, we went ahead and watched the Netflix documentary you know malcolm x who killed malcolm x so that you know it's a netflix documentary you gotta rule you gotta change it you have to it's a must right i thought that was the case although tiger king 2 just dropped on netflix i don't think it's gonna help the old tiger king out um and i was i haven't watched any of it yet i think it's five or six episodes i will even though i will begrudgingly watch it because i do not want to but it's just going to be a rehash and you know he's behind bars and now we know he has cancer he's going to be in a who died today segment for sure not long from now i don't want that to happen i don't wish that to happen but it's going to if what was reported is true we may as well stay with crime i mean crime today today's crime on chewing the fat so let's continue with the mom who is charged in her son's disappearance. A New Hampshire mother charged in her five-year-old son's disappearance. Uh, they found the boy uh, in the woods in Massachusetts, this New Hampshire mother. Uh, she apparently had complained to a friend that, uh, I call him the next Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, okay. It's so sad that I have no connection with this child. He's been getting worse and worse, the mom said, and a couple of Snapchat messages. So once they were looking for the kid, she said that he you know, went with his father and now he's been, he's lost. We don't know where he is. This friend said, uh, hey, you know, didn't she send you, send me something on Snapchat uh, a little while ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she did. She called him the next Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy. Oh, okay. And now they found him in the I was just sad. They, they looked for 10 days for this poor little boy. And, you know, mom obviously killed him and thought that he was, you know, the next Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer. Really sad. Could he have been? I don't know. Is the mom just whacked out of her mind? I don't know. I'm just saying she's, you know, charged now in her son's disappearance and death because, and what's adding some of that, some of that stuff is her Snapchat messages to her friend. In in the words of Ben Matlock, uh, murder is a messy business. (laughs) (laughs) like the michigan guy crime today on chewing the fat the michigan guy who killed his wife by putting heroin in cereal right so apparently and and look uh and he you know he had girlfriends and he moved somebody else in not long after the wife died he's been convicted of first degree premeditated murder uh, of his wife back in 2014 
And uh, they claim that in the Michigan history, this is the first time that breast milk has been used as evidence. So apparently uh, she OD'd on this, on heroin. And they were, you know, he called her her death an overdose. And that's what they originally said. Oh, yeah. He took a $120,000 life insurance payout. He'd been texting with other women, had one of them, like I said, move in. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, so I don't know what happens to the kid or the kids because she obviously had, you know, was producing breast milk. But what uh, happened was is they took the breast milk that was in the fridge and they tested it. Uh, yeah, she was not a drug user. Uh, there was no, there was no, nothing, uh, nothing, no drugs in the breast milk. So that's when they said, hey, why would she overdose if she wasn't doing drugs? And so hubby had put heroin in her cereal. Oh, okay. Uh, great. That's wonderful. I mean, people, wow, are just just out of their minds. And in Oklahoma, by the time many of you are hearing this, we're either going to hear about the, uh, the criminal on death row in Oklahoma will have been taken care of and his life ended, or they will have stopped it one more time because they've been after uh, stopping this execution of Julius Jones. They've couple they've stopped it a few times and now they're gonna give him the cocktail this afternoon in Oklahoma if all goes as planned. They want to uh commute the sentence and with uh you know life in prison, possibility of parole, he maintains his innocence and uh as I believe everyone in prison is innocent, aren't they? Oh no. No, no, no. That was just a line from a movie. Oh, okay. So we'll see if they actually go through with the the execution of Julius Jones. He's been on death row for 20 years in connection with the 1999 murder of Paul Howell during a carjacking. Again, he claims his innocence. Uh, the petition for his clemency calls it fundamental breakdown in the system tasked with deciding his guilt, including ineffective and inexperienced defense attorneys, racial bias among his jury and alleged prosecutorial misconduct. I'm surprised they didn't mention climate change, but we'll see if they actually do go through with this execution. Who knows? Oh, and one last story in crime of today during chewing the fat, or is it chewing the fat crime of today, crimes today? Uh, Alex Jones was found liable for damages in a ruling that hands a victory to the families of eight Sandy Hook shooting victims who sued Jones and his outlet Infowars for defamation. Wow, do I not agree with that, but he was found liable for damages in the ruling, so... Great, great. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.